This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's going on, the piggas? This is your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog. I don't ask for anything from any of the listeners, but special announcement. Your tech stuff guy. I have my first comedy special is out Tuesday, October 5th. It is called something from nothing. I shot it during the pandemic. It's the special shot in a parking lot of a diner with cars and people sitting outside. It's part documentary, part special. Been working hard on it for over a year now comes out Tuesday, October 5th. It's called Something from Nothing. You could find it on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, Spectrum, Dish, Comcast, really anywhere on demand. I'll be posting clips at JNOG and Trump Pod will be retweeting them as well. So uh, please give it a watch and rent it. And um, like I said, Tuesday, October 5th, really appreciate all the support and hope you enjoy it. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Gloating like always. You must be in a great mood. Tech stuff. Uh, welcome to the show. I know this is your first time here so hopefully you do better than the other people but uh no we're having you know it's we're doing as good as we can with uh the nightmare that is sleepy joe you know like i like to say we're making something out of nothing because that's what the sleepy joe gives us he gives us nothing and we're making something out of nothing the title sounds so familiar mr president well i just made it up so i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) Uh, there's lots of things I want to talk to you about today. You know, this is the first episode of the month. Lots of questions from our listeners. I guess that means uh, welfare checks for our African-American listeners. Um, I, I, I don't know anything about that, but I do know there's a lot you of interesting questions. You don't remember Boner, Boner Thug and uh, Harley? Boner Thug and Harley? You don't remember these people? <laughs> no. They did a song. Remember, they were at the they were Bone at Thugs the, in Harmony. Well, they were at the crossroads, but they also talked about the the first of the month. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought you spit bars. You should know all the rap groups, Mister President. Uh, no, I know the, I know how to rap. That doesn't mean I have to know all the second. Yeah, they should know who I am, but I don't need to know. You know, it's, it's like use words. Use, you uncle know, Charles, like, y'all. You got to love right, that line. Yeah, that's the only thing people got. And I didn't even have an Uncle Charles, so I don't <laughs> care. Uh, Mr. President, I wanted to talk to you first. Uh, Instagram and Facebook crashed today. 
The world was in a frenzy. No one knew what to do. I can, I guarantee everyone, every other minute was just going to their phone, checking it. It wasn't going and people were bored out of their minds, just losing it. You're not on social media right now. So it really had no effect on you, but what's your opinion on both of those sites crashing today? Uh, we're happy to see it, but that alien Mark Zuckerberg, his websites were suffering and I think it's what he deserved. But I will tell you, you incorrectly spoke tech stuff, which, you know, are the tech stuff people seem to do a lot, but I'm disappointed. You're a tech stuff. You should know that I'm on Parler, maybe the greatest social media site. So what is it called? Parler. It's a social what site? Uh, it's called social media. Why do you drown, why do you drown off on it? Like yeah, it's, it's like a lot of silent uh, syllables. Okay, you know, I didn't realize this was tech stuff learning the English language, but it's called social media and it's called Parler. And we're doing very well on Parler. No shutdowns. Oh, all 800 users were able to access their content very easily today. So to all our pickers out there, if you remember what, what Suge Knight said, remember Suge Knight? Suge Knight. Suge, Suge, Suge Knight. He said... If you're tired of the producers dancing in the video, come to death row. Well, if you're tired of your thirst traps shutting down, come to Parler. Did Parler spike today because of the Instagram and Facebook shutdown? Did you gain any uh, users today? I know there was a very big spike on Parler, uh, mostly because... um, Don Jr., I think, posted a video of himself almost ODing on Coke. So that was like very viral content. Uh, but yes, we had some people come over from Instagram and, you know, other sites that were not prepared the way Parler was prepared. What do you think caused the Instagram and Facebook crash? Do you have any intel? Oh, well, we have strong intel. I think it was 60 Minutes, the fake news. They posted uh, stories about Facebook, who we don't like. We don't like Facebook, but the fake news, you know, we don't like Facebook because what they're really doing is suppressing strong pro-Trump voices. But what 60 Minutes was reporting is, oh, they're mean. The Algor, you know, Algor, as you know, has been very influential on social media. (laughs) Is doing a lot you mean of his full things. name his full name algorithm right nobody ever okay. talks about it. nobody ever talks about it. he goes by al gore and it's like uh remember there was an rb b singer al b gore from yes. the 80s and the so he's gone by many names he was a black singing songs in the 80s then he sort of did many nasty things to our internet and so they have to look into that. And, you know, we're going to look into it strongly. And I think they, they are uh, suppressing strong pro-Trump voices. But on the 60 Minutes, they were concerned about, like, you know, ugly teenage girls killing themselves. And I'm like, oh, maybe they should. Are we, you know, you know, nobody ever that's, that. that's That's very mean. That's mean. Excuse, I didn't say they. I didn't say they absolutely should. <laughs> you said they should. I You'll said, may, excuse me. Now you see that? Now you're removing a very powerful word. I said maybe. It's called maybe. Remember, call me maybe? Yes, I like that remember song. Her? Yeah, I remember. 
and uh, she tried to call me and I said, no, thanks, darling. But uh, no, I said, maybe this is, you know, I can tell okay. you, this is your first and last episode. Okay. <laughs> You've made nothing out of something with this episode. So <laughs> what we're talking about right now is I say maybe, and you say, I said, ugly girls should kill themselves. I said, maybe that's a very important, you would agree. That's an important word. Maybe. I, yes, I agree. My apologies. Okay, well, call me maybe that's our title of the episode. <laughs> Uh, all right so ig and facebook crash i wanted to also did you really did you demand that to a u.s judge to force him to restore your twitter account is that true did i force a judge well did you ask a judge to okay, force well, Twitter? Okay, well, you I'm know, sorry. Tech stuff, you know, you gotta, the, these words, they're very important. They it's are, called, they are important. It's, they are important words. You're excuse right. Excuse me, it's, it's called language. You <laughs> gotta use the right okay. things in the language. Some people call them words. What do you call them? Oh, uh, you can call them a lot of things, but we'll call them words. We'll call them words. <laughs> You've gotta use the right words. And what I said to this judge, very simply, I said, Judge, and he said to me, sir, and I said, okay, we're off to a good start. And I said, I think you should talk to Twitter and the other social media companies, and you should, uh, you know, let them know that it's wrong what they're doing. I leave it in your hands, but if you're any kind of good judge, you'll make the right decision. So that's all. You know, and then I, you know, I had my people at the IRS audit him. I hacked his, I had our national intelligence people hack his wife's phone for nude photos, which we found, which were, you know, surprising. He's not a, a handsome judge, but his wife is pretty, uh, she has good, uh, let's just say she takes good selfies. How about that? Uh, is that appropriate, Mr. So President? I think it's, no, I think it's very appropriate. <laughs> and I think we are, uh, you know, also uh, his, his uh, kids were looking into maybe seeing if uh, maybe they should not be going to the private schools they're going to. Maybe they've uh, done some bad things. So, you know, we're taking a very fair stance, just asking him to make a, you know, the right decision. But it's up to him. It's up to him what he does, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll respect it either way. But we'll probably respect it a lot more if it's for me. I agree. So you're you're, it's kind of a demand. You you you're all full of demands this week a little bit because well, I'm going to be getting on demand. You know how they have on demand on the cable. And yes, I'm probably going to. You know, I don't know what to watch, so I'm probably going to make something out of nothing. When I get on demand, I'm going to click around and say, well, I got nothing to watch, so maybe I'll make something out of nothing. Just that. <laughs> Is this true? Are you demanding the Pulitzer board to rescind the award in 2018 that the New York Times and Washington Post were you know, given for exposing? Yeah, I know the story. Yes, yes. Or finish your sentence. I'll let you say your words. You seem to be doing a better job with words right now. <laughs> Thank you for exposing uh, the interference between yourself and Moscow. Okay. You know, we actually call it the full name. We call them the Pepe Le Pulitzers. And we think they're very stupid. Uh, almost as stupid as the Nobel Peace Prize people. I think the Nobel Peace Prize and the Pulitzer people should get together and, you know jump off a bridge together. And I think that 
it's been proven totally false, the Russia, Russia, Russia story. It's a total hoax. So I think they have to get rid of it. I think they should apologize. I think they should take back the award and give it to, uh, you know, one of the great journalists of our time, Chanel Rion, the sort of Polynesian looking woman on OAM. She's, that's a talent. That's somebody doing very strong journalism. So, uh, you know, the Pepe Le Piozers are really a disgrace if you think about it. And for them not to apologize or to, say, to admit that they made a horrible mistake is, is like one of the worst things I've ever seen. Have you came out with any, you know, proof that there is, there was no interference? Yes, the proof is that there was no interference. Like, I, you know, we have a thing in this country called innocent if you get the woman to sign a non-disclosure agreement, okay? It's, it's, a, it's a very strong part of our law. And if they have no proof, if they have no proof, it's not up to me to prove that I'm innocent. It's called... It's called, pre, you know, pre, uh, you know, by, you know, you would say a word and they'd say it's innocent. And I would say, you know, it's a, you know, a possibility of innocence, a, pre, a, pre, a prostitution of innocence, you know, the pre, prosecution. Are you trying to say prosecution? No. Okay. You know, it's like almost when you presume something. Prostitution. Prostitution and innocence. <laughs> Words are very confusing today. <laughs> Present. Not for me, they're not. If tech no. stuff is, you know, English as a ninth language, you know, we'll have to get American in here next week. If they don't rescind this award, are you going to take uh, further action? What, what are you going to do? You know, we, you know, that's something the Democrats do. We don't reveal our strategy all the way. Okay. We will let the, we'll give the chance to the Pepe Le Pulitzers to figure out what they're doing. And if they're too stupid to do it, we'll have to take other actions. We could sue them. We could bomb them. We could bomb the Pulitzers. You know, we could, uh, you know, just, I think they're from Columbia University or the country. Either way, doing horrible things. They're either dealing cocaine or handing out horrible fake news awards. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You really don't like the New York Times or the Washington Post. It's actually called the failing New York Times and the Bezos Amazon Washington Post. <laughs> Sorry. My apologies. Not accepted. Okay. Now, there has been, I mean, I'm sure there's not... I'm actually um, enough, not a has-been. I'm right. very strongly right now. I understand that. What I'm trying to say is that there must have been some evidence if the New York Times and, well, the failing New York Times and the Jeff Bezos, what was that? The Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Amazon, Washington, Washington Post. Amazon, Washington Post for winning an award. There had to be some facts because they are journalists. And if there were no facts in their story, then what would be the point of them receiving the award? Is there a chance that what they said is the truth? It's also a chance that I'm an alien from Mars. <laughs> so, yes, in the grand scheme of things, anything's possible in tech stuff world. Congratulations. <laughs> but no, 
it's a total hoax. I think they're jealous because Russian women love me, beautiful Russian women, uh, even the ones who aren't paid, think very highly of me. So it's probably, I mean, have you seen some of these journalists? They're not the, not the most handsome type people. So they're probably jealous of my good looks and my wealth and my talent. And, you know, they get together and say, oh, we're very sad about our lives. Can we take down somebody with great talent and great looks? So you think this witch hunt for you is all because everyone is jealous of you? The jealous is sort of like, I've never seen jealousy like this. It's sort of a, if it wasn't happening to me, I would sort of feel almost pity for these pathetic people, but it's happening to me. So we fight, we fight, we fight strongly. Well, understandable. Mr. President, we have uh, two awesome sponsors this week. I know you're a fan of both of these sponsors. And our, our first uh, sponsor is is Raycon with the best earbuds around. That's right. You're, you have them in your hands right now. When I work out, when I work out very strongly and very powerfully, I pop these in because then the cord, they're wireless, so the cord doesn't get in the way. That's right. They're the best wireless earbuds out there. Um, Best price point, and we have a deal for all our listeners today. Like when I'm in bed and I'm listening. Well, and by the way, to, okay, yes, me, yes, yes. Notice sure. Raycon comes in a black case. Mm-hmm. Not racist. I'm totally okay with it. I enjoy them, even though the case is black. But they'll tell you that I'm racist. Not true. That that is right. That proves everything. Uh, I love Raycon earbuds. I listen to them. They're great for like listening to podcasts and listening to your setback or even R&B, hip hop, rap music, audio books. You can listen to them. There are some earbuds and some headphones that you only want to listen to a certain kind of music. You listen to anything with Raycon earbuds, whether it's pump up music or like I said before, an audio book on the go. Raycon earbuds are the way to go. They are everyday earbuds. They look and feel and sound better than ever. With an improved, they have this rubble oil look and feel, and they have the gel tips, so they match any ear, because sometimes they only have a few sizes, and they don't like mold to your ear, and they bother your ear, and your ear hurts after. Not with the Raycon earbuds. When I put these things in when I'm going for a powerful walk, I say to them, just the tip. And the Just earbuds, the optimized gel tip. The Raycon earbud says to me, sir, that's all we're putting in there. And it feels comfortable. And, it's, and they call me, sir. <laughs> well, that's awesome that the earbuds call you, sir. There's three modes on there. Pure mode for listening to podcasts or instrumentals. They have balance mode for rock and heavy metal music. And then they have bass mode for hip hop, EDM, reggae. There's also a new uh, awareness mode. So if you're walking in the city, um, and you need to listen to your surroundings. There's a new, uh, all new awareness mode on the earbuds. They have eight hours of playtime, a 32 hour battery life. I always forget to charge the earbuds and they last for so long. There's a built in mic so you could talk on the phone and take your calls with them. Raycon started at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. It's great for the holiday season. Right now, making podcasts great again, listeners, you can get 15% off 
with your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash MPGA. That's buyraycon.com slash MPGA to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash MPGA. Mr. President, also another strong and powerful sponsor, only the most strong and powerful sponsors on your podcast, and that is betonline.ag. I know you gamble with betonline.ag. I do as well. They're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. A new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website now or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Only your first deposit. So go big on your first deposit. You get 50% more with that first deposit with promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. Again, on your first deposit, CLNS50 from football, basketball, boxing, UFC, golf. They have your favorite casino games. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and casino games. It's bet online where the game starts. BetOnline.ag. And Mr. President, our Patreon, a new month. Like I said before, we're going to answer some, some questions from our listeners. We have a Columbus Day bonus episode this month, the live episode the QAnon with um, an election. We're going to have a new Patreon president. And also we have an episode for everyone for a special guest this month, possibly some Patreon footage just for our Patreon patriots with this guest as well. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Pick whatever level is good for you. Choose the $5 and binge about 50 or 60 bonus episodes. You will want to go for more. And that's patreon.com slash MPGA. And by the way, yes, these people have been listening to a very strong podcast for many years, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. You join the Patreon. It's also called Christmas, not the holiday season coming up. It's called the Christmas season. And if you want to celebrate your greatest, most Christian president ever, you know, join the Patreon, say thank you. And then you'll be like, I don't even feel like I'm saying thank you because I'm getting so much more content than any other Patreon. And by the way, Sleepy Joe doesn't have a podcast or a Patreon. So no, another another loss for America. Now, Mr. President, I've been hearing that the Republican Party does not want you to announce that you are running uh, in 2024 until December 2022. Um, have you heard about this? These rumors? Oh, they, you know, they, they're so stupid. Some of these Republicans, they think, sir, if you announce before the midterms, then the Democrats will run against you, sir. And we don't want to remind people. You know, because I'm a very polarizing figure. I'm not polarizing. I'm not, I'm from the middle of the planet, not from the North Pole or the South Pole. And I would say, I'm going to announce soon, you know, when I want to. But, you know, for obviously for finance, election finance laws, I have not made a decision 
about whether I am running for president in 20. Keep winking at me whenever you say that. Oh, you keep winking at me whenever you say that. No, no, no. My uh, optometrist says I have a stigmata in my eye. <laughs> so, uh, but we are uh, doing, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking things over and we're looking at what's best for the country and what's. Uh, so we haven't made a decision at all yet to run. We haven't put any infrastructure in place or set up secret campaign events or. You know, told family and friends that we're definitely running. So it's all in the air. We we'll, we'll find out, but we want to we want to obey proper election laws and finance laws. So all the money that I raise right now is just, you know, sort of like a pay. It's almost like, uh, you know, I'm running kind of a very large multi-million dollar Patreon with stupid people in the country who want to support me. But we love we love the stupid and the poorly educated. Now, Mr. President, we used to play a game on here, the word association game, uh, a long time ago. When we first started this podcast, I would name people and you would tell me what you thought of them, what words come to mind first. And I'm not going to name the person until I give you this news that it's being revealed that you do not want this person even mentioned with the number 2024. And I want to know what you think of this person when I say his name, Ron DeSantis. You know, he's, we think, okay, let's, let's be honest. I really think I'm going to say something very mean, very tough. And I can be mean and tough. Ron is a talented guy. He's a, he's a smart guy. He's uh, very, you know, he's been respectful of me. And, but he was going nowhere. This was a guy who had no career, no charisma, nothing. And then I sort of said, oh, you know, I'll endorse him. He was running like 19th in the Republican primary for governor of Florida. And I said, you know what? I kind of like this run, fella. I think he's you know, got a little bit of Trump uh, support in him. And all of a sudden he became the governor. He was nobody. And all I'm saying is when I come to Florida, I become a resident of the state. You have to show respect. When I say I want a threesome with two Miami Dolphins cheerleaders and you don't make it happen, you're showing disrespect to your president who helped you. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like Bill Clinton showed up who had nothing to do with him. This is a president who's not only the greatest president we've ever had, but a president who helped your career, saved your career. And when I hear talk of him trying to run in 2020, which we beat him so easily, and I don't know why he'd do that. I think he's showing disrespect. I think he's showing disrespect. So for now, we're not going to be too mean to Ralph Ralph DeSantos. But, you know, if he continues to be disrespectful, well, you know, we might have to take extra measures. You know, the Mountain Dew Army uh, in Florida, that's one of our strongest divisions. That's the bath salts division. And uh, I don't think he wants to mess with them. All right. I was not expecting that answer Um, because in the news, it's you really don't even want to hear his name. That's what people are saying. You don't even want his name mentioned with your name for 2024. No, no, this this fake news, as you know, there's fake news out there. But no, I 
what I said, I'll tell you what I said. And I got me here, you don't have to report to me what the fake news claims. What I said was, if I choose not to run, I could support uh, Reggie, Reggie uh, Dennis, Reginald Dennis. <laughs> and, but if I choose to run, he better get out of the way. Or, and this is a quote, this is now a quote. Okay, I'm gonna, he better get out of the way or I'm gonna skull fuck him and his whole family. So that was, that was what I, it was conditional. Remember, like I said, maybe. Remember I said maybe in the beginning of the episode, it was a while, it might've been a different tech stuff guy then. Okay. But I, I said maybe, and I'm saying now, if, if I run, all he has to do is step aside and show respect. And that's certainly possible. If he doesn't, mm-hmm. well then, you know, there's gonna be a lot of, you know, let's just say, uh, Richard is not going to have a great uh, 2022. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to talk to you about before we get to our listener questions is a uh, an X eight X eight of yours, um, Stephanie. Know, uh, excuse me, I got through the eighties with no AIDS. <laughs> not 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 AID. It's AIDE. Um, she worked for you, Stephanie Grisham. Um, Pretty lady, Burnett. No, no, she didn't work for me. She went down on me and she worked for Melatonin. Okay. She was quoted as saying, and I just want to know what you think of this quote and what your relationship with her was. I am terrified of Trump running in 2024, end quote. Well, you know, I'm 75 years old. In 2024, I'll be 78. Nobody wants to see me run. You know, you don't want to see an older man, even though I'm very fit and full of You don't want to see me running. You want to see me walking. At that age, you're supposed to walk. You know, very powerfully, with great strength, but you walk. So I respect that Stephanie was, you know, I think she's related to the guy who wrote the books. Remember the law books? Grisham? Yes. He wrote, uh, I didn't read them, but... Uh, the Pelican Brief? Did he write that? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, you should. One time the firm came on and Mike Pence came running in. We bro- he broke another TV. He went running into that TV. I think he was naked. I think his Christian erection like hit the flat screen. And I said, it's Tom Cruise, okay? It's not whatever the hell you thought the firm was. But uh, now, Stephanie Grisham, she's attractive. I, you know, one time, uh, you know, I asked her to make out with melatonin and uh, she refused, which was not the right answer. And, uh, but she, you know, she was sort of a failure at representing both me. Uh, she was, you, you actually, she did work for me very briefly as a press secretary who had no press conferences. So that's, uh, I would say that's sort of failing. She's no hawk. She is no hawk. But, uh, no, she worked for um, uh, Melanoma, and then she worked for me. But she was very disgruntled, refused to make out uh, with Mesopotamia. And, uh, you know, now she's writing a stupid book. You know, the woman said nothing for, for years, and now she's writing a stupid book. A stupid people. Well, thank you for explaining that. Appreciate it. And yes, I would not want you to run either at 78 years old. I want you to be safe. 
Now, Mr. President, we have some uh, questions from our listeners. We're going to go to Twitter first. And this person is at Roger underscore RCK. Doctor, His Excellency, Mr. President, sir, he wants to know, how are Shinzo and Tough BB doing? Have you spoken to them recently? Uh, I have. I've spoken. I speak to both probably once a week. You know, a little, just a, you know, check in chat because that is the thing. Shinzo's health is not great, so he's probably done with politics. But BB wants to run again. BB wants to run, so we, you know, we have these, you know, we have chats about uh, politics, and you know, BB says, "Oh, January sixth. Are you planning another January sixth, or?" <laughs> And he actually offered, he offered me uh, usage of the BB Dojo to train, you know, sort of a more disciplined crew, like the send the three percenters and the proud boys over there. That's very uh, nice of him to get BB Dojo training because I mean, something January 6th would have been a lot different, a lot less peaceful and patriotic. If some of those guys had had BB Dojo training. And Shinzo, you know, Shinzo's just, uh, uh, he always wants to talk about this new Marvel movie. <laughs> He's very proud, very proud of the, I guess, uh, there's like an Asian Marvel movie. I, I, I haven't seen it. Have you checked it out? I saw the trailer for it. It looked kind of cool. I know. I'm, I'm very, I'm pro-Asians in film, but only in adult film. And he knows that. So, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you know. I didn't care to see it, but he was very proud. He just, he said, <laughs> He's excited. So he's, you know, he's proud. He's a proud, he's a proud guy. And we respect that. I have uh, two questions, two more questions from Twitter. This is uh, from at BS detector underscore. If it's not very appropriate, you can tell me you don't answer it because it's not appropriate. But it says, Mr. President, sir, uh, as you are the least racist person ever, is it true that you are planning to end racism and unite the right and left by having an ethnically diverse foursome with AOC, Candace Owens and Lauren Boebert? Uh, can you please walk us through exactly what would happen? OK, I mean, like Candace Owens politics, but. I would have her. I would have. That's a stupid question. I would. No, I would. In fact, I'm going to change the question to an F. F. Mary kill. kill. I like that. And I say F because as a Christian, I don't say fuck. Never. <laughs> I never say the word fuck because it's against my Christian beliefs. <laughs> uh, what I would say is, I would kill Candace Owens. I would F AOC. You know, just add another. I would F AOC's double Ds. How about that mm-hmm. for a I got you. Take that LGBTQ pence. We've Bars. got letters too. Uh, and then I would, of course, marry little little Miss Bubbert. You really got something for her. I see a future with you too. I, I have a, I actually have a lot for her. <laughs> we call it Bobert yogurt. But uh yeah, no, I'm not interested in Candace Owens. Not interested in Candace Owens, but I, you know, I respect her politics. Very strong supporter, but uh, 
you know, I actually, you know, you know, there's been this big democratic conflict between Joe Manchin, a great conservative Democrat senator from the Trump state of West Virginia, and the squad, mm. the squad, uh, Rashida Tlaib, yep. uh, AOC, Ilhan, uh, you know, the one from Captain Phillips. I know. <laughs> and, uh, and Presley, Elvis Presley from Massachusetts. So these four, we're making, you know, they say make lemonade out of lemons. Yes. So for our streaming pornography platform, Netflix, which will feature exclusively Ivanka Trump content, I've decided we've already greenlit Joe Munchin and the squad. Yeah, so the parody porn name. So in it, it's going to have everything. You're going to have diversity. You're, mm-hmm. going, to have, you're going to have an AOC. You have Joe Munchin, who's the star. Right. You know, very, I got you. Very powerfully endowed uh, West Virginia senator. And then you got AOC. You got Elvis Presley. You have Rashida <laughs> Tlaib. And you have, but we have uh, you know, the actresses playing them. Of course. Yeah, so you have AODD. That's, mm-hmm. you know... You have uh, Rashida No Bees. Okay. Uh, you have Ilhan Oh Man, because <laughs> she makes men like you know, scream with pleasure. So they go, Oh man. Right. And uh, and uh, the, the Presley one. So this porn on Netflix is going to be beautiful because it's going to be diverse. So the left will like it. And, you know, the squad will come in and they'll be wearing, you know, five-inch heels and very, you know, very scandalous-looking clothing. And Joe Munchen will say, we're going to dig and we're going to dig deep for fossil fuels. (laughs) And they're going to say, sir, no, you can't dig for fossil fuels. We want clean energy. And he'll say, and he'll pull out his, you know what, and say, this thing only digs deep and they're going to go, Oh my, well, maybe we can come to a compromise. And he'll say, Oh, we're going to come to a compromise. <laughs> and then you have the, you know, they take turns with, with Joe Munch. And obviously because of his name, he's got to do, you know, powerful, powerful, uh, Munchen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then at the end of it, you know, he, he destroys the squad and they're so content that they say, okay, you know what? We were wrong. Progressive values are bad. Go dig up fossil fuels and, and uh, thank you for your natural resources is what they'll say to him. And as they, you know, as you can imagine, after the uh, very powerful money shot. And uh, that's it. So that's going to be our first uh, political, powerful porn parody on, on Netflix. I love it because I've heard a couple of your Netflix scripts, and this one sounds. Oh no, like, we've, we've we, no, we've gotten to, we've gotten some serious talent yeah, on this one. So this one sounds like the best one. No, and I've I've already tested out. I've already auditioned literally like hundreds of actresses, <laughs> so I think we finally got. We have the right uh, combo. We have the right uh, choices for the for the different roles. That's perfect. Uh, here's a quick question, Mr. President. It's from uh, at uh, Ann Pagnata. Mr. President, sir, would you consider using the Mountain Dew Army in the primaries if that traitor DeSantis doesn't go quietly into the night? Oh, or is the Mountain... 
Or no, is the no, I think I think we can cut that quick because we actually answered. I said yeah. that the the bath salts division in Florida of the Mountain Dew Army would be, you know, that's that's the SEAL Team Six of, <laughs> of the Mountain Dew Army is the bath salts division. They they don't sleep. They'll eat your face. Uh, so if I was uh, if I'm Rick. Uh, if I'm Rick Sanchez, I'm not. Uh, I'm not looking forward too forward to this. Um, I don't know if you've answered this question before. It's a little personal, so if you don't want to answer this personal question, we don't have to. Um, we're gonna go right to Instagram and finish up with Instagram questions. Uh, there's a repeat of a, a Facebook question asking about Shinzo. We already found out about him, so we're just gonna go right to Instagram, and this comes from uh, Lao. Sue 22. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Did it involve a man or a woman? Did you finish strongly? Well, uh, obviously I finished. <laughs> Do I finish strongly? I don't think we need to answer that part with great strength is how I finish. And uh, no, it was of course with a, a woman. Uh, very powerfully heterosexual, but it was with a man watching the great Fred Trump. And oh, wow. we, don't, we, don't, we normally don't share traditions here, of course, but in the Trump family for, you know, for my 10th birthday, you know, some people get a bicycle. Uh, the great Fred Trump would actually wheel in a bicycle, but with a very attractive prostitute on the bicycle and say, take this for a ride. And of course, he didn't mean the bicycle. And that's, you know, my other brothers didn't get the, you know, they were too weak. They thought, oh, a bicycle, you know, because they were like, I don't want to have sex. I'm 10. And turns out they were very weak. So, uh, you know, my father, you know, we, she would often, the, the woman that rolled in on the bike that I, you know, we had to, I had to like, we, we had the, some servants like lift her off the bike because I think she might have been drugged up or something right and uh then it was a uh, very powerful uh very strong uh sex at 10 years old with fred trump watching and filming it <laughs> and uh so yes it was with a woman and it was powerful and uh totally legal also do you think it's appropriate for your father to videotape your first sexual encounter tech stuff Families used to have traditions in our country. Now, everything that's a tradition, everybody treats a tradition like, oh, who cares? Do what you want. Well, now in the Trump family, it's called a tradition and you respect the past. You respect your family by doing the traditions. You know, we have oil paintings of Trump's from the 1700s hmm. having their first sexual experiences. <laughs> I did not know that. So it's just the technology changed, you know, even though he's not my son, I taught out of respect for um, mashed potatoes, my, my current wife, <laughs> I said that I would, if she wanted just to make him feel like he was part, you know, since he's always hanging around, I said, we can, we can set up like a three camera shoot for Billy's uh, first experience, if you want. Mm. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's about, respecting the past and not becoming so caught up in yourself that you, you know, ignore traditions. Understood. This is the last question I have for you today. And this is from the Archduke 
underscore of underscore godliness on Instagram. Mr. President, sir, have you ever considered to get closer to your loyal base purchasing a mobile home in, say, Alabama or Tennessee? Um, and what would this mobile home look like? Um, have you thought about this? Uh, I am looking into purchasing a real home in Alabama where I have unbelievable support. But no, I wouldn't want it to be a mobile home because then the women I bring in might be able to drive it away and escape. So <laughs> we like homes without wheels, with thick walls, where loud noises can't always be heard. I heard I learned that very powerful lesson from my great friend, the late great Sir Jeff Epstein. So uh, we are looking into real estate in some Trump states, but not. We don't want homes that they can drive away. Thank you, Mr. President. Once again, we appreciate you spending another week with us and um, just, you know, clearing up all these stories for us. We really appreciate it. I want to thank our powerful sponsors, Raycon and betonline.ag. And check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. And also check out my special Something From Nothing comes out Tuesday, October 5th, wherever you can get uh, video on demand. And um, Mr. President, the, the floor is yours. Well, good luck. It's funny. I, I didn't realize you had a special something from nothing because I just made that up. So small world. <laughs> hey, guys, it's JL. Um, usual shtick. Uh, if you're not checking out Righteous PK podcast, please do so. This week's episode is up. It went up early and it is uh, some of my funniest shit. So it's a good good week to start listening to that if you haven't. As far as shows coming up this Wednesday, I am at Good Nights in Raleigh, North Carolina, 8 p.m., October 6th. And then um, the special taping on October 23rd in New York City has sold out. Thank you to anybody and everybody who bought tickets. Uh, so I am uh, the next show up for New York area folks that I would love to sell some tickets to is uh, Belmore, Long Island, the brokerage, Friday, October 15th at 8 p.m. So get tickets, spread the word, come out to that. Uh, and then um, a couple shows in uh, 2020. Oh, December, sorry, December 9th, Pittsburgh Improv, December 16th to the 18th, DC Improv. And then late January, early February, there's going to be a big swing, most likely Chicago, definitely LA, Northern California, Salt Lake City. And the end of February, uh, I do know for a fact without telling you what the show is, my, I will make my premium cable drama debut at the end of february 2022 so big big stuff happening in the next for both of us in the next uh day to five months yes <laughs> so support whatever you can live shows get jay special get your tickets uh and stay tuned for all the places i'm going um but other than that thank you for listening and god help us all <laughs>